Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I tried to get up to go to the bathroom and I immediately fell. I didn't realize it at the time, but my whole right side was completely numb. My roommate, Heather, immediately woke up to the sound of me hitting the floor. And all I could say was, um, um, um. She called the ambulance, so 911, and my parents, which were in the same hotel, as the, uh, the swim team. Um, my mom and I rode in the back of an ambulance, or the back of the ambulance to the nearest ER, and that was about maybe two or three minutes away. The doctors did a CT scan right away, and it showed that I had an ischemic stroke. I got maybe halfway through the TPA, and then I started to have an allergic reaction. So then, the, the hospital said, yeah, we, we need to, to bring you to a different hospital, a more like stroke specialty hospital. So I went into another ambulance. They brought me to a different hospital. The surgeons told my parents that I would not be able to walk, talk, or use my right hand ever again. So the left side of the brain controls all of the right side function. And speech function is on that side of the brain as well. So I, I have aphasia, I have right arm weakness, I have right leg weakness. And yeah, that, that was the first two days of my stroke. Hello, Mark Goodyear here. Welcome to Stroke Stories, the podcast that seeks out and hears from stroke survivors. Today we hear from Nicole Salzano from New Jersey. Nicole was 22 when she suffered a stroke. I was a swimmer on the Bryant University swim team. It's a college here in the U.S. I swam my whole life from the age of five and a half to 22. And I loved it, still love it. I was an accounting major and I was going to start working after graduation, but however, the stroke kind of had other plans. I loved hanging out with my friends. I mean, I still do. I was a captain of the of the swim team for the past two years. So 2017 and 2018, it was February 22nd, 
2018, I'll never forget that day, me and my swim team were at my last swim meet because I was a senior and it was um, a college championship meet. So we were all fired up. We were trying to get first place out of, I think it was six or seven teams. And that was the first day. So February 22nd to the 24th or 25th was the whole entire college championships. It was called the NEC Conference Championships. And we did so great in the morning. I personally got a best time in the 500 freestyle. That was 20 laps of freestyle. And... I did my best time ever. I was so excited. I was third going into finals. So me and my swim team went back to the hotel to rest and to have lunch. And then that's where my story took a a turn. Me and my roommate were napping. And then all of a sudden, I woke up from my nap suddenly And I was tossing and I was turning and I thought, maybe I have to go to the bathroom. So I tried to get up to go to the bathroom and I immediately fell. I didn't realize it at the time, but my whole right side was completely numb. My roommate, Heather, immediately woke up to the sound of me hitting the floor. And all I could say was, um, um, um. So Heather tried to get me back into the bed. When she couldn't, she had to call my coach. And then when she got there, she realized that there was something wrong. So then she called the ambulance, so 911, and my parents, which were in the same hotel as the, uh, the swim team. Um, my mom and I rode in the back of an ambulance, or the back of the ambulance to the nearest ER, and that was about maybe two or three minutes away. The doctors did a CT scan right away, and it showed that I had an ischemic stroke on my left side of the brain. So it was a blood clot. And so the the doctors said, we need to do, um, we need to administer a medicine called the TPA or the clot buster right away. So I got maybe halfway through the TPA and then I started to have an allergic reaction. So then the the hospital said, yeah, we we need to to bring you to a different hospital, a more like stroke specialty hospital. So I went into another ambulance. They brought me to a different hospital. And then they continued the TPA fully with Benadryl and I think Oxycontin. Again, I really don't remember this after the first CT scan. I think I blacked out. So at the new hospital, they did another CT scan the next morning. It showed that my brain was now bleeding. Now, that is one of the side effects of the TPA. It's a clot buster, but it also can make you bleed. That's what happened. 
I was bleeding from my brain. They had to do an emergency surgery right away. I think it was at like five o'clock in the morning. They had to take my left skull and put it in my abdomen for about six weeks. And the doctors and the surgeons told my parents that I would not be able to walk, talk, or use my right hand ever again. So the left side of the brain controls all of the right side function. And speech function is on that side of the brain as well. So I, I have aphasia. I have right arm weakness. I have right leg weakness. And yeah, that, that was the first two days of my stroke. Nicole spent a total of almost three months in hospital. I could not say anything at all. I couldn't even say yes and no. I would do hand movements. So a tight fist would mean no. And then a straight out hand would be yes. And that's how, I, um, that's how they would communicate with me. Is yes, or, yes and no questions. And however my hand was moving was the yes or the no. And then... At the hospital, my speech therapist got me to sing. Happy birthday and you are my sunshine were the first time that my parents ever heard me talk in about 10 days. And then from there, I I didn't even know my name. I didn't even know that a fork was a fork and um, a cup was a cup. So... I had to go through constant speech therapy and I would actually sing the alphabet to get to the word I was looking for. So if I were to say like, I want to get to the word cup, I would have to go A, B, C, C, C. Oh, cup. That's what I wanted to say, cup. Then from there, started to progress to sentences I would constantly say um and filler words like like because I I did not know what I was going to say next. And it was super frustrating and it was super debilitating not being able to communicate what I want. So my arm was completely like still. So I couldn't even move my elbow I couldn't even move my shoulder it was it was right against my body I would have to do rehab in the inpatient facility um and I still do rehab now um in the outpatient facility I would do constraint therapy constraint therapy is basically where good arm has to stay to the side and you have to move your your affected arm. And it is really hard. My one therapist always used to say, do 10 rounds of 10, whatever exercise that she was working on. And probably five rounds of 10 later, I was able to move a little bit faster, move a little bit smoother. And it just depends on what the exercise was that she was telling me to do. But I, I still do that now. And that's five and a half years later. 
I can't right now move my my fingers or my wrist. And I was right-handed person. So I had to learn to do everything on my left hand, writing stuff down, typing on the computer, learning how to drive with just the one hand. It takes some time and still sometimes I, I can't, or not that I can't, it's hard for me to open a water bottle. My therapist always says, you can't yet because you don't know what down the road is coming. If it's a bionic arm, if it's stem cells, or even if you just move it so much that you actually get it back, you have no idea what the future holds. The only thing that was the hindrance is my ankle was now fine, but my right toes were like clawed. Because of the stroke, again, spasticity and everything. So then in 2022, I had a, another surgery to lengthen the toes. And that was such a blessing as well. I am still in therapy now, working on um, going up on my toes and... And I still get Botox. I was getting Botox from, I, I believe, five years ago was my Botox appo- like appointment. And I get Botox every three months for my arm and my leg. But now that my leg has gone through some surgeries, I really don't need much on my leg anymore. Coming up, Nicole talks about her role as a swim coach. Kids have no boundaries so they ask me everything under the sun which is honestly great because then i i can teach them oh why don't I, why do i have only one arm that's um working oh i i hurt my brain that's why all of my right side was affected and my speech but i can still do a lot of things that everyone else can do and finding out what caused her stroke. The reason for my stroke was birth control and a blood clotting disorder that I had no idea that I had until the stroke. And if I had uh, if I had known that I had a blood clotting disorder, I would not have went on birth control because Hormones and blood clotting disorders do not mesh well together at all. Let's hear how Nicole is coping with post-stroke life. I'm great. I mean, I, I, I have my days where it's okay not to be okay, especially since my right arm isn't quote-unquote normal and I have a kind of a limp almost on my right leg. And then my speech is getting there but it's not there yet so i have i have my days but again i i just i am so thankful that i am alive because the doctors did not know if i would survive and i am a coach for a swim team the wyckoff ymca um sharks and i coach the eight and unders so anywhere from six to eight years old on the swim team and the nine and 10 year olds. 
and I absolutely love it. They just like welcome me with open arms and I love it. And kids have no boundaries. So they ask me everything under the sun, which is honestly great because then I, I can teach them. Oh, why don't I, why do I have only one arm that's um, working? Oh, I, I hurt my brain. That's why all of my right side was affected and my speech. But I can still do a lot of things that everyone else can do. And I also want to um, start public speaking about my experience because it's a lot. And the reason for my stroke was birth control and a blood clotting disorder that I had no idea that I had until the stroke. And if I had, uh, if I had known that I had a blood clotting disorder, I would not have went on birth control because hormones and blood clotting disorders do not mesh well together at all. Nicole explains there'll be good times in your recovery and challenging times too. It's okay to have a bad day, a bad a bad hour. Keep progressing and keep moving forward. I know it's hard and I know that sometimes you just don't feel like doing it. But in the long run, I think that it's good for your brain. It's good for your mental health. It's good in general. And then for the loved one, I would say you're going to be frustrated. Why isn't your spouse or your daughter or your mother trying to do X, Y, and Z with physical therapy or, or occupational therapy or speech therapy? It's okay to be frustrated. But again, you don't know what we've been through and maybe ask for mental health advice. My psychologist is amazing. And if I didn't have her, I, I would be not okay. Nicole has made an excellent recovery and is enjoying her role as a local swim coach. She's also hoping to get involved in public speaking to educate people on stroke and its impact. Thank you for listening. Please do comment and rate on the episodes you hear on your podcast provider to help us spread the word. And if you're a stroke survivor or you know somebody who is and there's a story that can be shared, please get in touch. Our DMs are always open on X or Instagram. The Stroke Stories podcast was produced by Aidan Judd. I'm Mark Goodyear. Thank you for listening.